Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Heart Factor, presented by Barstool News Network. It is MLK Day, Monday, January 20th, 2020. And that's actually like, uh, what's the word for that? Where you can spell it same ways, forwards and backwards? An anagram. Anagram. Twenty January 20th, 2020 nope. is an anagram, I think. Nope. Not no. at all. February no. 2nd. Never palindrome? mind. We're not there yet. It's yes. MLK Day. Palindrome. Never, palindrome. Palind- it, never mind. Yes. It's, this is considered a working holiday. So we're here working and bringing you the news today. Actually, for the first time, the very first time, from our new studio in Austin, Texas. Boys, That's right. how does it feel to be in the AC down uh, there? It's good to start it on a national holiday, Yeah, I think. It's a work in progress, I'll be yeah. honest, if you're watching at home. We're on phase one um, of the new studio. Which is through a bunch of shit together. It yeah. looks already a lot better. Well, it, feel, it feels a lot better. Twice as good as the garage. Yeah. It's not a garage. Yeah. That we can yeah. say. I'll say it a couple once. things here. I'll say a couple things here. I've been watching you through this Skype uh, tube for, for a long time now. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, the wood paneling behind you, very pro. Looks yeah. very nice. Also, nobody's sweating. Which yeah, it is looks a- like a cigar shop, like the inside of a cigar shop. Well, yeah. it's a t- I mean, it, I, it's, it's like a Texas basement. We, could, we yep. could go full Texas basement theme. Let us know on Twitter if you think we should do that. If you want to hear the news from a Texas basement, we could easily do that. Lots of other options, though, too. Yeah, we're gonna cust- we're gonna customize it. I might get a few cats in here. No. Let us know. We're all yeah. about listener feedback today. In fact, oh, with the pit uh, bull here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Wes has been going back and forth with a listener on Twitter who thinks <laughs> oh, he hates it, pit bulls. It's all in good fun. We I, got, I hope he thinks it's. We all got in good an fun. awesome. Oh, pit bull. well, we have more. We, got, we have we have more yeah. feedback than that, Pat. Well, you'll tell us <laughs> about do. that later, Mark. What's your stories that you got for us today? Well, I'm gonna take us to uh, the frozen state of Alaska. And then uh, for a double story there, and then the, the other one is a little bit of a, it's the richest woman in Africa and what she's going through. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Wes, what you so got? A, a poor lady. <laughs> I'm going to um, get into how uh, some, some relief aid uh, was stored in a warehouse in Puerto Rico and uh, not given to the people. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. Pat, what about you? I got a Martin Luther King Jr. Day special where we're going uh, to shit on a classic racist. Nice. Oh, okay, good, good. I was worried that you were going to say that you had the uh, the actual information about MLK Day because I'm doing that, and no, also we're going to do a story about a fake dentist after that with me. So, Mark, get us going. Okay, let's. Uh, since it's winter, how about we head over to Alaska for a quick double update in the frozen tundra state? Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what it's officially called, the frozen tundra state. Nope, it's, no, no, it's not. No, Alaska. Okay. I know that yeah, they no. have giant they mosquitoes. Do. They do have tundras in Alaska. It's the, the last state, fr- the last frontier. But yeah. they also have a lot of trees. Love, great show, by the way. Yeah. With <laughs> Jules' family. Yeah, First yeah. story out of Alaska, guys. That is the census show. is back. Oh. 20, 2020 census, and you guys know I'm a big census guy, right? 
Huge census guy. Yep, you love him. I fucking hate the census. Census workers are going to hate the census, too, as one of the first places the census uh, information will be collected from is in Tasuk Bay, Alaska, which is a small little frozen city. Sounds uh, easy little, to access. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not at all. The census guys are going to be on uh, fucking snowmobiles. And that's the only way you can get around is on snowmobiles. And the reason, one of the reasons why they do it so early, uh, besides the fact that it's Alaska and it's going to take forever, is because in the winter when it's frozen, it's actually easier to travel because mm. of the snowmobiles. It's mm. like a nightmare when it's half frozen. That makes so, sense. That's going to be a yeah. huge estimate. It, they're not going to know the exact. They're going to count yeah. the, the smokestacks coming out of houses and be like, <laughs> there's maybe three, maybe two. Just slacking off. There's yeah, six guys there's there. There's no way they're going to count them all. It's probably igloos up there. Also, Mark, how do you reconcile not being a census guy but being a public library guy? Those things oh, seem like they should go hand in hand. I agree. Well, I'm not really public. I just like the I like the shirt. I mean, public libraries are oh, cool, but <laughs> that's bullshit. Mark took I a trip like to the public shirt. library like on a date. Yeah, and I haven't gone back. And he came back and he's like, "Bro, you got if you've been to the Austin Public well, Library, the Austin Public Library is awesome. <laughs> Bro, it's awesome. They have DVDs." But then you got to go. You got to like return the books. I wish it's a whole thing. It's a whole whole deal. It's a whole deal. You got to go back. (laughs) You got to go back. Uh, It's not a one time. Let's get back to Tasuk Bay, guys. It's called a store. Not a lot goes on in Tasuk Bay. Uh, It's hard to get mail even there. And uh, pretty much all the transportation is done via snowmobiles, as we mentioned. You got to fly into another place, somehow get over there. And then when you're in the town, it's all snowmobiles Uh, because the ground's frozen solid. So this is a big deal. Permafrost. Permafrost. Yeah. This is a big deal for uh, Tasuk Bay. In fact, 54-year-old resident Robert Pitka says they've been preparing for the census people for over a year now. It's a history-making event for Tasuk Bay, and he's still trying to grasp how to explain the whole the whole deal. It's just special for them. <laughs> seems like they so, <laughs> they're making a big goddamn deal. Seems like they got to just count everyone on their own if, with a year of preparation. Right. But they, they don't have an envelope. They don't have much at Tasuk Bay. No, this it's is the a, first time yeah. their existence will be validated ever. Exactly. Oh, sir, we've been ve- we've been very excited for you to count us. But this is exactly what what we don't need. We don't need a town giving the census people a hero's welcome and then giving the whole census team a big head. I'm not right. I'm not I'm not like real pumped about this. What's your problem with the census? bro it's just just a fucking waste of time when the census people come to my house i'm gonna uh like act insane and dress my cats up and give them names and tell them that there's like seven people living in the house and but see mark, if they count mark how would cats. you gerrymander without the census? exactly exactly it's all crock of shit no um, it's how we make our laws motherfucker. no it's a crock of shit <laughs> fuck the census but anyways tasuk bay is on an island in the bering sea in southwest alaska uh and it has well less than a thousand people i think last Known was about 600 people, and over 90% of those people are natives of the uh, Yupik uh, mm. indigenous people. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. that's that's what's going on. And what they do there is they're going to honor the uh, – with the first person counted the 2020 census, they're making a big deal that they're going to give it to the oldest living resident in Tasuk Bay. They've what an honor. Whole, they what got this honor. whole thing lined up. They respect their elders there. Whoa. They also have a bunch of events planned, so it sounds like they're really dragging this thing out. Don't they Don't don't they put their elders on sh- sheets of ice and throw them into the barren sea? Are you talking about like Vikings? I thought that was no, Vikings. Like a Viking the funeral. That's a Viking funeral. You no, not, not when they're and dead. they set it on arrow. fire? When they're yeah. alive. I thought Inuits did that. They put them on like chunks of ice and said, we'll see you later, Grandpa. But, but I mean, imagine like the sense of people. They're like, all right, let's get this going. And really? they're like, hang on. we got to wake up so-and-so. He's going to take 17 minutes to get to the door here. That seems like something people didn't do. Just yeah. just ship people off to sea on ice. I think it's a thing. Can we get a listener fact check on that? Yeah, but yeah. congratulations, I guess, to, to Suk Bay. They're real worked up. Well, Second story in Alaska, a ring home security camera captured some wild footage of a moose that cornered and trapped a local man in his shed in Anchorage, Alaska. How tough do you have to be to live in Alaska? I don't think I could last a week. I no. would agree. Yeah. You have to be a tough, tough guy. Yeah. 
Or, yeah, or, or, or lady. Tough. Or tough, lady. Tough or, or hate people. Tough person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And and sex. Start, start my new life in Alaska. It won't last long. Curtis Phelps was carrying his garbage outside, which is in, its, in itself a dangerous activity in Alaska. And um, I guess his big garbage can happens to be in his shed, so that's where he was headed. Uh, when a moose with only one antler caught him in the act and decided he wanted to chase him, uh, into the shed, so he did. The guy locked himself in the shed, and the moose tried to break into the shed. Uh, Phelps panicked and had to call his wife, who was in their house, and ask her to let him know when it was safe to leave the shed. It was like, <laughs> honey, the moose has got me holed up in the shed again. Can you yell at it to get it away from the shed? See, this is this is really on the other mooses in the community who've been, no doubt, giving this moose a hard time for having one antler. Yes. And he had something to prove, and he sees this guy, and he's like, well, I, he finally I, needed someone to dominate. I think I can well, tell I mean, you why the moose is huge. Is you can it. dominate any human. No, no, no. It is Will, but imagine getting made fun of every day, and then you see a measly man. Right. This, moose, this, this moose yeah. might only be two years. I'm going to get to that, and it's huge. It looks like it's like 2,000 pounds. I don't know. It's huge. Um, so eventually the moose crossed the street, and she rang back to her husband and said, you can come out now, honey. The moose crossed the street. Just hurry over. Uh, so lots of moose sightings in Alaska, and specifically on <laughs> Phelps's land. Uh, as a couple of years ago, a female moose gave birth to a calf in their backyard. Uh, since then, uh, there's been a lot of moose sightings, and they b- believe that that calf that's only two years old might be the one antlered moose himself. So he probably ah. just was born in their fucking yard and thinks it's his house, thinks it's like his yeah. area. Um, that's what's going Maybe on. he thinks it's his father, and he's mad that he hasn't been raising Who, what, him. Who's, who's going to tell that moose otherwise, though? Exactly. He's a I moose. All I yeah. know is that we would not do well as a group in Alaska. Like, put us out in a house. It would be pathetic. Yeah, it would, would be, be pathetic. One of us would emerge as the alpha. I need a beach. <laughs> we, we, we wouldn't do too well. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move it over. Let's talk about MLK Day. Today is the 25th annual Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service. Uh, While MLK Day is a federal holiday, it's also intended to be a day of service that celebrates the civil rights leader's life and legacy, observed each year on the third Monday in January as a, quote, day on, not day off. MLK Day uh, is the only federal holiday designated as National Day of Service to encourage all Americans to volunteer to improve their communities. So uh, I'm sure most listeners are aware, but the day is marked for service to honor the man who brought about so many civil rights changes in this country during the 1960s through sheer effort and determination before he was assassinated on April 4th, 1968 in Memphis. That's Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Not only did MLK die fighting for a cause to improve the lives of his fellow Americans, he left us with so many incredible quotes including these ones. And I'm just going to read a few of my favorites that aren't the I have a dream uh, quote. Yeah, yeah. uh, Here's one. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So that's a good quote. MLK always uh, preaching about love if if you read a lot of his stuff. Also, here's another one. The time is always right to do what is right. So I like that one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Uh, makes sense when you think about it, but it's hard, hard to put into practice. Another one. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. So uh, like you know, Mark and the census. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, this one. This one sounds good, but I don't practice this one. I hate protests. Well, I think the point here, right, is like things that really matter. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think people are loud about a lot of things. like equal rights, equality, right. Right, changing right. tyrannical government officials, you know, things that are 
you know, get started by protests. Sure, sure. And things that really matter. And when everybody in the country agrees that they really matter and everybody is protesting, that's when you get actual change. Uh, so you need critical mass when things really matter. Um, another one, uh, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. So, I mean, I think that's just obviously it's a good one. It's like the real guy's there when nobody's around. Um, and the last measure me. <laughs> not yet, Wes. You're work in progress. Yeah, yeah. you're We're work in get, progress. Give us some time. Yeah. <laughs> last MLK quote we got today is we must learn to live together as brothers or perish together as fools. I like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's Come my, together, probably my favorite one. Yeah. The left and the right. Stop. Stop hating each other. Pretty poignant Everyone. stuff, though, when you think about he, what he was facing, what his people were facing at the time. And, oh, yeah. uh, and, oh, that guy uh, is ballsy. He would have done fine in Alaska. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wish yeah, the absolutely. FBI wasn't messing with him. Yeah. Oh, he would, he would be so embarrassed by us as men. Anyway, yes. if you're looking for ways <laughs> that you can give back this MLK Day, uh, citizens in all 50 states will deliver meals, refurbish schools and community centers, collect food and clothing today. Volunteers will also recruit mentors, uh, support job seekers, build homes, and provide other services for veterans and military families and help citizens improve their financial literacy literacy skills so check out nationalservice.gov if you want to find ways to give back in your community today have a great mlk day nice nice 100 all right you guys remember hurricane maria right i, mm-hmm. I can't can't keep terrible yeah. pretty much leveled puerto rico in 2017 uh, it was the yeah. worst natural disaster to ever hit that island remember oh yeah uh, yeah well besides remembering the heartbreaking pictures of devastation the second most remembered event from that hurricane was president trump throwing paper towels at yes. the thirsty hungry yes. and desperate yeah, citizens yeah. remember that pat mm-hmm. oh, yeah. But, yeah they were they were wet <laughs> mm-hmm. that's but, pat's background on yeah, his computer yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out those weren't the only supplies that ended up infuriating puerto ricans because they were useless because it turns out a warehouse full of supplies such as water cots diapers and baby food was discovered on saturday in the city of uh, ponce um enraging citizens who say they were still in need of those supplies to this day especially since parts of the island have been crippled by recent earthquakes on top of the previous devastation caused by maria Mm. So it's been sitting there. It's been sitting there, guys. What? So Governor Wanda Vasquez Garcet, who took over after former Governor Ricardo Rosello, after they kicked out like, the last government. Yeah, 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 yeah. His text, the, the group light text, of, might have homosexuals and <laughs> right, the dead. Right. Remember that? <laughs> yes. that shit? Yeah. Hey, look, it'll bring down any government if your group text leaks. It was, Everyone it, knows it was that. him and his boys. Yeah, in the government boys. On, on a really fucked yeah. up thread. Talking yeah. about Ricky yeah. Martin and shit. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, so the new the new governor, she fired Carlos Acevedo, who was the Puerto Rico Puerto Rican Commissioner of the National Emergency Management and Disaster Relief Agency. Well, yeah, the guy had two pairs of gloves the whole time. Yep, he did. He had all the water. He was as in well as every some other guys. Doesn't even matter um, <laughs> uh, because they fucking sucked at their jobs. Um, but Acevedo defended himself, saying, "Quote: It is of utmost importance to emphasize that no citizen has been denied any of the items items stored at the warehouse. At the moment, there is no shortage. We just didn't tell him about it, right? Yeah. At, at the we moment, we didn't deny him. Yeah." I mean, we just kept it hidden. He's full we of just ordered no it for ourselves. No one solved the riddle. Yeah, we, we put we, maps we, we, out. We, 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 like a treasure map. <laughs> we put yeah. maps out. <laughs> it's not my fault. 
Um, it's no fun to just give it to them. They yeah. also said, "Gotta make them earn it." At the moment, there's no shortage of any of these articles, and they are being distributed to people who need it. Um, this may be corroborated in the shelters and the base camps, but that claim doesn't add up because of the families who have begun lining up outside the warehouse in hopes of getting the food, water, and cots inside because they desperately need them. And thousands of people all over the island are still living in shelters and so outside. What were they saving it for? That, that he just he's just a, a terrible at his job. He's an, they, he's an idiot. They forgot about it. Will. They, they yeah. forgot to utilize this place. Ah. Yeah. There and were, now he's making up excuses like, oh, we know it was available the whole time. We just ah. no one was asking for it. He it's wrote a, it on a post-it yeah. note, right. put it on his computer, and then it just became right. part of his. He's computer. like, I know there's something important <laughs> I have to do today. Something important. And then he forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just the water. biggest just the biggest storage of water and supplies. Yeah. And he kind of blamed it on the the um, the recent earthquake, saying that the, the building was like, unstable. <laughs> it so rattled. No it rattled his brain. Yeah. I forgot yeah. to do my job because yeah. of the earthquake. I got scared. <laughs> because of the recent earthquakes that happened two weeks ago. Yeah. I could couldn't get these supplies out years ago. God, right. I wish we had supplies. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. How do I do this? That's a, that's a big fuck up. Yeah, what do you that's do? a big fuck up. So that's he's fired along with some other um, dipshits that sucked at their jobs. Uh, Puerto Rican commissioner of the National Emergency Management and Disaster Relief Agency, uh, housing secretary and family secretary, uh, all all gone. Yeah, so fire anyone that knew about she's this. She's cleaning story. house because, yeah, they're yeah. fucking idiots. Puerto Rico is just like turning over a whole new leaf. Like they're they having a hard time. Everybody's new. I'm going to Puerto Rico everybody's later this gone. year, and I, I can't wait. They're trying. Is that it? It's going to be a good it. time. That's All right, it. guys. Nicola Shanks was browsing for antiques at uh, Antique Corral in uh, Cortez, Colorado, when she came across a particular shelf that made her blood boil. Hmm. The shelf was stacked with Jim Crow era signs, including messages that read public swimming pool, whites only mm. and colored seating in the rear. Just mm. out for sale? Just up, just for, up for sale. In or the were they not store. for sale? They were just like the owner's personal items. Can yeah, you no, sell that? You can sell it. I mean, technically, oh. I guess, in an antique store, right? So, so Shanks, who's a stay-at-home mom with an African-American daughter, was pissed off, honestly, you know, obviously. And yeah. she demanded to speak to the store owner, Cheryl Dean, uh, but Cheryl Dean wasn't in the store that day. So Shanks left, and after attempting to get a hold of Dean for months via the phone, she finally like, popped back uh, to the antique corral, uh, the racist antique store, and she was able to speak to Dean, who refused to remove the signs because she said, quote, they're not yeah. racist. Yeah. Uh, you uh, sell a ton of these. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these By are, the way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, great oh. name, great name for a store where you're not going to remove the signs, Antique Corral. The Antique Corral. It just says it right there. Like, don't ask me to change anything. I'm not going to change it at the Antique Corral. Cheryl Dean, what? Yeah. who <laughs> rarely shows up to work at her own shop. Yeah, mm. she's not going to listen to anybody. Yeah. You might be onto something, Will, because, uh, well, hold on. So uh, <laughs> Dean told reporters, quote, I've lived in a small town my whole life. I don't Damn even right know what did. this. Yeah, <laughs> I've lived in a small town my whole life. I don't even know what that word means. Referring to racist. There's been black people in the store and we laugh about it. There's people that collect that stuff. It has nothing to do with racism. It's part of history. Like, look how far we've come. And Shanks told reporters that Dean then told her to, quote, go back to England, where she came from. (laughs) (laughs) So Dean, when when, when Shanks, the mother, came in to complain to Dean, she goes, go back to England, where you came from. To the the woman. To the mother. To the angry mother. The woman who says. Who's African-American. No, 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 no. She's not. She has an African-American daughter. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She can't differentiate between, like uncomfortable, awkward laughing, and genuine laughing. I mean, right. Cheryl, Cheryl Dean kind of got her on that one. Honestly, Cheryl Dean kind of got her on that one. To tell her to go back to England? I mean, a little no. bit. Like, well, okay, okay, okay. Well, here, <laughs> like Shanks went on bit, to say... Like, <laughs> 
Shanks went on to tell uh, tell reporters, saying, "Quote: The thing that was even more upsetting to me is the fact that they're not antiques at all; they're replicas." Oh, oh no! Which is fucking oh, they're not, shit! They're, they're not, not real. antiques. No, oh. they're just replicas. They're modernized oh. signs. Oh. She made those fucking oh. signs. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's not good. That's Jesus. not good, man. Some, some guy went in with like a, a hood and, and, and uh, glasses, and he's like, I'll take the signs. Y'all, <laughs> y'all sell our assignment? The, there's yeah. some bad man caves in Colorado. Yeah, yeah the signs which were kept up. in an especially racist corner of the store right next to the Mammy dolls have apparently, have apparently sold out in the last couple of days because of all the publicity. And Dean has apparently been receiving death threats. That's not cool. And she mm-hmm. went on to say, quote, I don't have any regrets at all. Not at all. I never thought Obviously. anything about it. It's just crazy how few people can cause one person so much misery. Yeah, we don't need to. She's making we herself. We don't need to threaten Cheryl Dean. She's, like, ma- she's not. She's not going to learn anything from this. Don't kill no, her. But no. she's making herself the victim. No. <laughs> yeah. no the, the replicas thing just just destroys any case she has for putting yeah, these in her store. Replicas. It's like glossy. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, yeah. It's wrapped in fucking <laughs> uh, saran wrap. A bejazzled. I'm just going go to I'm just start a replica on. Nazi company. It's history. It's part of history, Will. Ooh. Yikes. All right, guys. I have a classic tale of a privileged billionaire taking advantage of their government roots in their African country for you. You've heard heard of this, right? Yep. Right? Sure. Com- common tale of the billionaires in Africa. Is this like, is this like Akon City? Uh, sort of. Uh, Isabel Dos Santos, who has the moniker of Africa's richest woman, is being accused of ripping off the country of Angola. By Angola. Okay. Uh, wow. Isabel currently lives in downtown London. She used to live in Angola, where she owns a number of very expensive properties. She obviously um, used to live in Angola, like I said. I don't think uh, she, I don't think she should be allowed to be the richest woman in, in Africa if she lives in England. Just well, I that think she there. has dual residence. Just putting that she out probably there. has properties in Angola too. Uh, in fact, you'll you'll see how deeply her roots are in Angola very soon. Um, what happened was. Documents um, showing how her uh, and her husband were allowed to buy valuable state assets in a series of suspicious deals were leaked. Uh, kind of sounds like a Hunter Biden type deal okay. so far, but um, just on a much larger scale. So she's currently under criminal investigation by the authorities in Angola for corruption, and her assets in the country have been frozen, her assets in Angola. They have over 700,000 leaked documents, which are now called the Luanda leaks, that describe in detail the goings-ons of her billion-dollar empire, including a number of deals that allegedly were not above board in the documents. Yeah. Uh, you don't want leaks. You don't want a leaks named after you. Yeah, no, you don't. No, all the just like I don't know if it, what it's, what Luanda's named after, but it's not her first name. But oh, it's, it, okay. it's, it's just like a big goddamn. Oh, uh, I thought it was her. Okay, my bad. Um, the head of the Corruption Watch, Andrew Feinstein, says the documents show how Miss Dos Santos exploited her country um, at the expense of ordinary Angolan citizens. And he well, said, I mean, isn't that how everybody exploits their country? Well, sure. You step on someone's I mean, back. To right. The top I mean, there. like everybody exploits. He said every time way. that she appears, he hates her. Though. Every time she appears in the cover of some glossy magazine somewhere in the world, like England, for example. Right. Every time that she hosts one of her glamorous parties in the south of France, this <laughs> fucking traitor. She's doing so by trampling on the aspirations of the citizens of Angola. So, guys, what happened is Dos Santos got the bids and rights to the business deals, including one particularly large oil deal with the Angolan state oil company Sonegal 
while her dad, Jose Eduardo dos Santos, was the president of Angola, which he was for 38 years, up until September of 2017. She got the, the huge deal with the oil company via a presidential decree from her father for her to get the deal. Wow. Now that she, yeah, I mean, good to be the king. Yeah. They, well, knew, they knew this shit, her, right? Now that her, they didn't know all the details, but now that her father's out of power, the current president, uh, Jayao Lorenzo, who was handpicked by her father, uh, has, has <laughs> kind of turned against the family, and he got Isabel Dos Santos fired from Sonegal, the oil company I mentioned earlier, and now is investigating for all, her for all of her shady business deals, including $58 million of suspicious payments that went to a consultancy company in Dubai called Matter Business Solutions, which is run by her business manager and owned by a friend of hers. Um, See, why don't we know anyone like this? Why can't? Why don't we yeah. ever get any fraud runoff? I just want like a couple mil. We yeah. never get any good fraud runoff. If, if we have, yeah. if, if we have one billionaire listener, just we should live in a less developed a country million. to give, yeah. get really good fraud runoff. Yeah, if you're from Angola, just stop stepping on the Angolese. Not cool. By the way, Dos Santos says this is a political witch hunt against her. So a lot of witch hunts going on. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. always possible. All right, let's. We, we good? We good there? Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all that's going on in Africa today. She can't go back right. to Angola. Yeah. Let's, oh, take no. it, let's take it back to Alaska, guys. A man who was masquerading as a dentist in Anchorage, Alaska, has been arrested on fraud charges after getting so big for his britches that he started doing dental procedures while standing on his hoverboard. That's awesome. So who masquerades as a dentist? People yeah. that have like a, a teeth fetish, like no, a no, mouth actually, fetish? Uh, I worded that incorrectly. He was okay. an actual dentist. Okay. He was just a fraudulent dentist. So yeah. Seth Lookhart uh, was arrested on 46 counts of felony fraud and misdemeanor fraud. And the most hilarious part is that the thing that got him caught was what I just talked about, was him sending out a video of him pulling a tooth while he's standing on a hoverboard, like, cracking up. And, I kind of love and this. And he captioned it, a new standard of care. He's too good at that. Why are we punishing him yeah. for this? Like, yeah. I, I drove by a fucking orthodontics place earlier, and it had, like, like a fun cow mascot. And I was like, some kid's going to pull up to that orthodontics place, think he's going to have a good time. Not yep. going to have a good time. It's totally fine if, he's, if you're fun. Dennis is on. It's, we're not talking about medicine. We're talking about dentist. This guy should get his own doctor. This guy should get his own TV show. No, yeah. I, 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 he's I, a fucking I, pro. I agree with the sentiment there, but because Lockhart was also charged with uh, medical assistance fraud for billing Medicaid for procedures that were either unnecessary or not properly justified uh, and theft of 25 grand or more. Uh, by diverting funds he's, from the Alaska, pulling the wrong teeth. I think that I think yeah. this is like a flag on the play for uh, a, an excessive celebration in the NFL, Will. And I think I think it's it's bullshit that they're well, hiding it behind insurance fraud when really they're pissed off because I he mean can pull a tooth out while on a hoverboard. People That's don't impressive. want him. People don't want him making gag videos while he's get, they're getting their tooth yeah. pulled. The you, last you, thing I want my dentist on is a fucking hoverboard. I'm with when you he's on pulling that. My you teeth. have to have a well, dentist first. Wes. He's got he's got to get the, I have a dentist. He's got to get the right <laughs> tooth. Show you my missing. But tooth. maybe the hoverboard gives him. A better angle into the mouth. I don't know. I I, I, I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Apparently, look. Did he use the back function of the hoverboard when it was time to pull the tooth? Did he like clamp mm. on and go? I didn't see the video. I, did, I wish I had. I, I wish it was it's probably like evidence now. But apparently, Lookhart was equally as idiotic with his damning text message thread to his buddies about his quote unquote foolproof Medicaid fraud scheme as well. Nice. So uh, he's probably going away for a while. 
I love thread. I love a good tax thread yeah, about insurance are, are scams. It, it will yeah. bring governments yeah. to their knees, man. It will tax it, threads. It will, yeah, yeah it, will, it will crush any human yeah, to get will. inside the right text thread. Pat was just texting me about his auto insurance scam he's got going what on. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> oh, right. sorry. That's we we're gonna we can edit that out. <laughs> All right, we got we got five minutes for the last two. Let's get it going, boys. All right, guys, it's time for predict it. If you have any questions about tweet markets. Specifically, the Yang tweet market moving forward. Please direct them to at Hard Fractor uh, Mark. He will get back to you promptly and with 99% correct advice. And as you can tell, I'm a bit jealous of the thousands he's making while I think about Ooh. when I'm finally going to start Ubering to stay afloat. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Mark, how, how, how are your markets doing? Uh, yeah, so this week, uh, the Yang market ends on Tuesday at noon. Um, right now, I've sold off uh, and profited 600 hours. And I still have like two hundred fifty dollars in in some markets. So um, even if I don't win those, I've profited six hundred dollars. I'm about two thousand dollars in my portfolio. But the markets I have them in, he right now he's trending towards hitting the lowest amount of tweets. Yang gang, yeah, yeah, and and Yang this is, and then I have twenty six hundred shares in the second lowest, which is at like twenty cents a share. And if that hits, I'm going to make like thirty two hundred dollars. But you have a hilarious theory on why you think it's going to hit B two, right? Well, yeah, I think that he's going to tweet a lot today. It's MLK. I think he's going to <laughs> tweet a lot, a, a lot of like uh, inspirational things today. I also think he's he's still in Iowa, campaigning in Iowa. He's going to tweet a lot, and then Tuesday morning till noon, you know, that you got the Senate hearing and stuff like that. He's just yeah. he can't help himself. He only took off a couple of days, so. Every quote that Will just read will be in Yang's if, tweets yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I hit, if I hit the, if I hit big, if I hit big, I'm going to write a blog uh, with pictures showing exactly what I did the whole week. Yeah. If not, I win between six hundred and a thousand, which is not a You're bad. You're still going to blog yeah. it though, right? Uh, yeah, Even yeah. if you don't. Yeah, what's the link? Oh yeah, give the link. Sorry, yeah, predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty. Get free twenty dollars matched on us when you sign up. Uh, okay, so let's get to some other um as I see them, lock markets that have some meat left on them. Ooh. And that is uh one, the first one is will Michael Bloomberg win a primary? I don't think he's gonna win a primary. Mm. So right now you can get that for seventy nine cents and still make a quick twenty percent uh cash on your investment. Wow, that's pretty shit. good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. New yeah, York, like, what, it, I guess his only chance or New York and he's yeah, I couldn't find the pull from her, happen. but it's not gonna happen. He's he's not gonna win a primary. Um also, if you want to make some quick easy money, bet Biden in pretty much every primary in the South. Um right now <laughs> he's pretty much doubling every um closest contender, Bernie, whoever it is, in um in like Florida, in uh North Carolina, Arkansas, Texas, Alabama. And he's some of them these markets he's only at like seventy three cents to eighty cents. So, you know, you get 30 to 20 to 30 percent investment return on on your money and he's he's like i said he's doubling in polls in these in these i'm with you i'm with you on that i'm with you on that but if bernie wins nevada you might want to buck out of some of those that are closer i mean he's he's dominating in those states that i just mentioned i agree with you i agree with you right now it's looking safe but things could change they close you know march you know so yeah um so that's 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 it for 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 today predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 Again, we'll match your first 20 bucks and uh, get in on it. You know, we talk about it a lot on the show, so it'll make it a lot more fun for you to listen to. And, uh, you know, like like Mark did, you can win some you can win some serious, serious cash on this thing. Oh, yeah. Big time. All right, guys, we got a voicemail number. I don't know if you guys know it. It's 512-270-1480. You call that thing. You leave a voicemail. You ask us some questions. Whether it's from on air. We're going to play our first couple. A lot of people had questions about me this week, uh, which is all right. So I'm going to play the first <laughs> one. Here we go. Well, exclusively, really. actually 
Huh? My question to you is, is Hard Factor Pat also a homosexual? Because I've never heard him confirm nor deny that topic. Just for clarification purposes, no research intended. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that the question. Pat, you want to field that one? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to answer your question. Uh, oh, what? I, I, well, look, I'm, pro- I'm not gay, but I might not have met the right man yet. That's he's, where I'm yeah, at. He's not, he's not dead yet. Could be oh, gay. That's a, that's a halfway answer. No, I mean, like, I've never boned a dude, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> going to leave it so my, vague like dude. that? I haven't banged a dude, uh, but I might. You know, you never know. That's what I'm All saying. Right. All right. Pat, never Pat, say never. Pat does... Um, Walk around in his underwear more than any of my other male friends. That's in front, true. In front of me, and I like to sag him. Yeah. All right, we got one more. He also loves a nice hey, silk Eric, robe. Boy, this, uh, Sam here from Minnesota. Uh, big fan of the show. Been a big fan since since the early days. Had a quick question specifically for Pat. Uh, would you guys just give a rundown of Pat's work history and maybe his education history too? Mm. Uh, that kind of sounds like a loser. I just like to know, you know, uh, if he gets a show to be funny, uh, you know, that doesn't have a career. Excellent question. Okay. Fantastic. Did you did you have someone call in so you can talk about your movie stuff? And I don't all that fucking bullshit? know, bro. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Excellent question. To answer your question, honestly, I am broke. I'm constantly broke. I'm about yeah. 80 grand in debt. I've thrown every dollar I've ever made into business, and I've taken out a lot of loans and put it into business. They, they've gone well. They haven't gone very well. Uh, what's my work history? I started at Chick-fil-A. I uh, worked my whole life. I uh, worked with these guys a bunch. Professionally, I've been a talent manager managing bands for the last 10 or 15 years. Pat's a very hard worker. And I've pro- Extremely, I'm, an in- yeah. I'm a producer of independent films. Uh, I'm very un- undereducated. Uh, as the boys can tell you, I have street smart. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you this, guys. In 2003, I went to LSU National Championship. You did. 2004, went That's to right. JMU National Championship. Two national <laughs> they championships every in a row. Year. That's yeah, right. Then I, then I went to community college for a while that I don't really want to get into. Uh, but uh, you have those yeah, two. You didn't. You literally <laughs> didn't want to get into. I didn't want to get into school. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm undereducated uh, and I, 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 I'm an entrepreneur. Does that sound right? I don't know. Yes. yes. I think Absolutely. that's correct. Yes. A dreamer, entrepreneur. Hard worker, but I'm absolutely uh, yeah. broke, a uh, loser. That's well, also, up to you. also a nice part about the listener questions about Pat. He is a very intriguing guy, and you're good. He is now the proprietor of the Hard Factor Studio in Austin, Texas. So it's inside his house now. So it's about Shit's to get a get whole wild. lot more mysterious. Yeah, yeah. Shit is going to get really weird. <laughs> right. So, yep, definitely broke. But let me ask you this question: Does a loser have a Wikipedia? Uh, that's going to do it for Hard Factor. <laughs> Count it it on the Wikipedia. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. My last name is Cassidy. We really appreciate it. He also has an IMDb page. I have an IMDb page with credit. I'm an Emmy nominated producer. So fuck you, Dan. No, I'm kidding. Thanks for listening. (laughs) He said he's a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, Dan. But no, I'm totally a loser. Uh, All right. Thank you guys for listening. Give us five star reviews. Have a great fucking day. I am happy.
search of brighter days. I write through the maze of the madness. Struggle is my address with pain and crackless. Gunshots coming from sounds of blackness. Given this game with no time to practice. Born on a blacklist. Told I'm below average. A life with no cabbage. That's no money if you're from where I'm from. Funny, I just want some of your son.